Hey there, I'm Sam Bizek of BossStrength.com, and today on episode 6 of Boss Bites, we're going to be talking about a subject known as refeeding. So this is an idea that you've probably somewhat heard of in the past, just under a different term. Uh, typically, people th uh, think of this idea as cheat meals. However, as you'll find out, a refeed is actually significantly different from what is known as a cheat meal, and in my opinion, is actually a far superior practice than the traditional cheat meal. So first and foremost, we have to discuss what a refeed is, and then we'll kind of get into why you would uh, consider doing it and how it can actually benefit you. And then, of course, I'll get into how you can actually implement it into your own diet. So first and foremost, a refeed is a pre-programmed increase of calories. Typically, this increase of calories is back up to your maintenance calorie intake, and this period of time can last anywhere from, you know, one to three days, five days a week, you know, and potentially even longer. In fact, I recently had a client who had been uh, severely restricting calories for a long period of time, wasn't seeing weight loss come at all, and the only other decision was to either attempt to decrease calories further, which I determined was unsafe to do, or to spend some time away from dieting to allow the metabolism to sort of uh, reset. And I want to try and avoid using any terms like metabolic damage or, you know, um, metabolic resetting or whatever, because those are terms that are kind of used um, unhindered in the fitness industry. And I, I just want to, you know, set this apart from a lot of those clickbait titles. Okay. So this does have to deal with your metabolism. We're just going to try and avoid using, you know, these ridiculous terms that are often used in the fitness industry. So first and foremost, we have to understand why you would even consider this in the first place. And in order to understand why you would use a refeed, you have to understand uh, sort of how uh, weight loss works and, and why calories matter and so on and so forth. So uh, when you first start dieting, you have to consider that your body requires energy for everything that it does, okay? That's pretty self-explanatory. It's the reason that we eat food in the first place to get to get that energy. So after spending a significant portion of time, perhaps if you've never dieted, you have kind of set forth this uh, level of calories that you can consume on a daily basis and expect to have no change of weight. So that's what's known as your maintenance calorie intake. Okay, so if you say your maintenance is around 2,500 calories, you can expect that if you consume 2,500 calories and, you know, uh, complete daily activities as you normally would, you would expect that your weight won't really fluctuate much. It might fluctuate like a pound or two, but that's probably due to a lot of other variables besides just your caloric intake. So uh, just to recap that, you have a maintenance calorie intake. It's the amount of calories that you can consume on a daily basis and expect that your weight won't change at all. That's typically the starting point for most people when they start a diet. Okay, and then once they begin reducing calories, you have to remember that you've spent a long time at this maintenance calorie intake. So your body has adapted, and by adapting, it kind of uh, you know ensures that all of the processes within the body can uh, function appropriately with that amount of calories. When you initially reduce calories, it's kind of like it's kind of like throwing your body a curveball almost because the body expects a certain amount of energy in order to keep up with regular everyday processes, but then you restrict calories, which forces the body to kind of 
uh, act quickly. And, and what it does is it begins to take energy from storages on your body in order to keep up with the, the energy demands. So that's why you expect to see uh, some, some fairly uh, robust weight loss initially when you first start dieting because you're sort of, you know, you're sort of putting your body in a situation where it just doesn't really understand what what to do. And it, it's obviously more complicated than that, but just so you can uh, sort of understand, you know, why that happens, uh, that's like a pretty easy way to, to think about it. So, you know, and, and, and when that happens, it's wonderful. You start to lose weight, but then you eventually plateau. And unfortunately, that's just a survival mechanism. You think if your body never adapted to this lower calorie intake, it would just, you know, never-endingly eat itself, uh, which obviously we would all love. Uh, you know, it would certainly make weight loss a lot easier. But overall, it's a survival mechanism to ensure that you don't, you know, kind of go into this starvation mode. So, um, you know, eventually, you know, it could be a week, it could be two weeks, it could be a month after you start dieting, eventually, your metabolism sort of adapts to this new calorie intake, which what I mean by adapting is that it sort of reduces the amount of energy that any given process in the body actually requires to function. It sort of makes everything in the body more efficient so it can complete these tasks without expending as much energy. And what that translates to is that your weight loss stalls even though you're still restricting calories relative to your original starting point. So once this actually occurs, you have, you know, two choices here, really. I mean, you, you probably have a couple of other choices, but for the most part, you either have the opportunity to reduce calories further if your original starting point was high enough, or you have to consider what's known as a refeed. And that's kind of like, it's like a short break of increasing calories so that your metabolism, so to speak, doesn't feel as though it needs to adapt. It's basically giving your body a signal of energy surplus so that it doesn't need to adapt to the lower calorie intake, okay? Um, so just for the sake of keeping this video kind of uh, brief, let's just stick exactly with the, with the refeed. So in, like I mentioned, what you're trying to do here is you're trying to um, inhibit the body from adapting to this lower calorie intake. And the way that you would, the way that I would program you to do this is to spend a, you know, a period of three to five days slowly building your calories back up to your original maintenance calorie intake. So let's say if uh, you were originally consuming 2,500 calories and then you reduced to 2,000 calories per day, uh, once your weight loss has plateaued, what I typically suggest doing is over the course of two or three days sequentially increasing those calories back up to 2,500. Um, and this kind of just puts your body in a good position to be where it was beforehand, and it should allow you to you know, get a little bit better recovery in the gym, uh, and overall just to give you a break from calorie calorie restriction because chronic calorie restriction seems to be like one of the number one reasons why diets fail because metabolism adapts you never make an adjustment and you just never continue to see progress okay so basically with a refeed i suggest over the course of a couple days slowly increase your calories back up to your original maintenance and then for however you however long you decide you need to take a break for 
uh, just stick with that 2,500 calorie mark and continue to exercise as normal and potentially even increase your intensity of training. Uh, that's something that I personally promote because you're increasing calories, so you might as well use it. You might as well use it to recover, to refill some glycogen stores, so on and so forth. Second, uh, what I also suggest doing is for the duration of this refeed that you weigh yourself daily. I personally believe in weighing yourself daily regardless of what you're doing. And the reason that I suggest doing that is because when you weigh yourself daily, you can see small fluctuations and you can begin to make associations with what you're doing during the day and how that affects your weight, you know, such as do you eat certain types of foods that cause you to bloat and, you know, retain water or... Uh, do you feel like uh, you can better manage your calories when you eat these types of foods and that translates to you know weight loss or whatever especially on a refeed the reason that I suggest weighing yourself daily is because then you can make small adjustments if you need to whereas if you were on a refeed and you waited on week intervals to check your weight over the course of a week you could actually you know I mean it's not unfathomable to suggest that if you increase calories significantly that you could gain one to two pounds over the course of a week and that's not something that we want from a refeed we just want you know to be able to bring calories back up slowly so that you can sort of get a refresher it's not it's not an opportunity to binge and gain weight and so just to get to the point when you weigh yourself on a daily basis that allows you to make small adjustments acutely rather than you know accidentally making a mistake over the course of a week and then what do you do you're kind of in a bad position and there's nowhere really for you to turn so just to just to summarize these points when you decide to do a refeed i suggest you know sequentially over the course of two to three days increase your calories back up to maintenance uh, keep your exercise intensity the same potentially even increase it uh, you know if you were actually using a, a structured periodized model this might be a great time for like an overreaching part of your uh, macro cycle you know this increase of calories would translate to increased recovery and potentially even better performance in the gym okay so uh, increase calories sequentially back up to maintenance and then weigh yourself daily just to ensure that you're actually making the progress that you want to and that you're not accidentally overdoing it okay um, and if you happen to be a person that isn't tracking calories um, what I suggest that you do is potentially depending on your starting point if you consumed you know if, if you originally were consuming five meals per day and then on your diet you uh, you know, switch to just three meals uh, per day. It might be a good idea to, you know, the first day after you start the refeed, add in one more meal. And then on day two of the refeed, add in a secondary meal to increase to, to five or just to increase back up to your original starting point. Um, but just keep in mind that if you're not tracking calories, uh, you need to really pay attention to your, to your body weight and your responses because, you know, just as with or on a regular diet, if you're not tracking calories, it makes it more of a guesstimation of if you're actually making the right move. So you just want to be careful with that, okay? So once you've actually implemented the refeed, uh, you might be wondering how you can transition out of it. So the length 
of a refeed really depends on you as an individual and it depends on how long you've really been restricting calories. If you've been restricting calories and not seeing any benefit from it for, you know, upwards of six months, it might be a good idea to, to you know, take a month or two months off of actually restricting your calories and slowly building up your, your calorie capacity so that once you get to a better position in terms of your metabolism, uh, you can actually start to make progress. So the duration of your refeed really depends uh, based on you as an individual. And this is, you know, and I hate to, you know, kind of plug this, but this is a really good opportunity to hire some sort of a coach, have somebody on the outside to be able to say like, oh, okay, your weight loss is stalling and you've been restricting calories for a month, you know, a refeed of a week duration would probably be adequate or maybe maybe even two weeks. But if you've been restricting for six, seven, eight months and not seeing progress, you might need to extend that duration. And having another set of eyes is always prudent because, you know, we tend to over and underestimate, you know, where we're at. And it's always good to have a second opinion. Um, so again, the, the length of the refeed really depends on you as an individual. Uh, once you decide that you're done, what I suggest is that you first return back to the original uh, calorie deficit that you were eating before you decided to do the refeed. Um, and then from there, you can sort of decrease further by 10 to 20% if you feel that's necessary. Okay, so that's specifically for like the first round of calorie restriction. So uh, if, say, you've been dieting for a long time, um, and you're still seeing progress and you're regularly implementing refeeds, you wanna make sure to distinguish your new maintenance versus your old maintenance. So like when you first start out, you might be consuming 2,500 and then you you know restrict to 2,000 regularly and you're dieting there. Um, over time, you might get to a point where now your new maintenance is actually 2,000 calories. So you have to sort of adjust your calories based on that change. And I completely understand that this is all sort of complicated, but these are the kind of things that you need to understand if you actually want to have an effective and sustainable body transformation plan. Okay, so um, say that your new maintenance is now 2000. If you're going to continue restricting, you have to adjust according to that new maintenance. So if you were, you know, to constantly be dieting and then returning to 2500 calories, you might just create this perpetual loop where you're not actually losing weight. So just remember that your adjustments depend on your previous starting point, not necessarily where you started from the beginning. So I think that about covers everything with a refeed, and I understand that that's a lot of information. So if you get to the point where you have questions about what to do, it will probably be a little bit easier for me to directly answer your specific questions rather than trying to provide information on a really complex topic such as this. So I hope that this sort of clarified what a refeed is and how it, it distinguishes itself from that of a cheat meal. Um, personally, I think that a, a, a pre-programmed or at least a, a, a programmed idea of how you're going to slowly increase calories over time is a far better idea than saying, uh, I'm going to allow myself to binge on whatever I want. That's just a personal opinion. I think that cheat meals create bad habits. If cheat meals work for you, continue doing it. I don't care. You know, everyone's an individual and, and certain things are going to work for you that won't work for me. 
personally, a cheat meal for me is is mentally not a great idea. Um, physically, I'm not really sure. I personally think that one meal is not adequate enough to uh, achieve the same thing that we're trying to achieve with a refeed, but you know, everyone's an individual. So uh, instead of prolonging this any longer than needs to be, uh, please consider you know, sending me messages, sending me messages about your personal situation, and I'll be happy to help whenever you need it. So uh, if you like this video, consider giving this, this video a like, and if you really like this information, please consider subscribing to the YouTube channel as well as the podcast. So that about wraps it up for today, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.